This is Life Admin Life Hacks, a podcast that gives you techniques, tips, and tools to tackle your life admin more efficiently, to save your time, your money, and improve your household harmony. I'm Dinah Rowe Roberts, a commercial and strategy executive who didn't realize how much admin there is in a small business until we started our own. I'm Mia Northrop, a researcher and writer who Googled, are creative people more disorganized? And let's just say this is another topic where the internet is very divided. This episode, we interview Lee Doherty, online business manager and strategist. Hello, and welcome to Life Admin Life Hacks. This is our final episode for season six. And as is our usual way, we'll be taking a short break and returning later on in the year with more episodes. We hope you've enjoyed the last 10 eps as much as we have in creating them. Please use this time to explore our podcast archives. Subscribe to our newsletter on lifeadminlifehacks.com, which will keep you on top of your life admin game. And of course, read our book, Life Admin Hacks, available at all good bookstores and the usual online suspects. Okay, so, Diane, our recent Australian survey revealed that freelancers, entrepreneurs, small business owners are increasingly overwhelmed by life admin because in addition to the burden of the business admin, they also have to manage the personal admin. And for many of you out there, it's a blurry mess and you're trying to keep on top of it all and it's either robbing you of the joy of your business or obliterating any time you have for leisure and self-care. So in this episode, we reached out to an administration professional, Lee Doherty, and we chat with her about that the same approaches work for both business admin and life admin, and that it's best to schedule in time for self-care if you want to realise the dream of the flexibility and freedom of working for yourself. And outsourcing, it really is the key tool to help keep your passion for your business alive. If you run your own business or side hustle, this episode's for you. Lee Doherty is the founder of Admin & Co, a market leader in the outsourcing of everything administration. As a senior administration expert with over 30 years experience, Lee runs a team of online business managers and virtual assistants. She supports small business owners to become future focused, less overwhelmed, less stressed, and to get back in the control seat of their business. She reviews, then does, then manages the tasks that small business owners shouldn't be doing, don't know how to do, or have time to do, so that they're free to focus on the income and revenue tasks to grow their business. Lee is both a handholder and a doer. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. One of the things I loved on your website, there was a sentence that said, you want your evenings and weekends back and spend time with your family and friends. And I think whether you're drowning in small business admin or life admin, we can all relate to that statement. Definitely. It, one of my keys is when people come to work with me is my goals is for them is to actually get back loving their business, but also getting time back. And it's not just about, you know, I know we just said the statement about, you know, generating more income. It's actually about creating a better life for yourself, not being working all the time, coming home, putting the dinner on, putting the kids to bed and then having to jump on to do more work, do the admin that you didn't get to do during the day. It's really important that, you know, if we're running our own businesses, that we actually enjoy what we do and, you know, we should be creating businesses that work around our lives not around us living to work, basically. So yeah, that's one of my goals 
the people that I work with. Um, We're going to explore how you help people do that. It occurred to us that we've interviewed many subject matter experts during our five seasons, but you're actually the first administration professional we've had on the show. So we're really excited to tap into your expertise today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it has been quite a a challenging career I suppose working in admin Um, there's been admin work that I've done that's been very structured it's been done the same way for the 20 years and you just have to just go which is quite boring but um, coming you know 30 years on the tools as we would say it's um, an exciting time for admin we've got a lot of systems and automations that come in with the processes so basically I have learnt through the journey that I'm inherently lazy my skills with admin and organisation have basically come from me going, there's got to be a quicker way to do this. There's got to be a better way to do this. I, I can't spend the rest of, you know, five days a week doing this this way sort of thing. So, yeah, the best organisers are probably the laziest people in the world, I would say inherently. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm stepping into my power of being lazy. That, I think that's an awesome insight, Lee, because I think often people think that they're lazy because they don't do things. But I think sometimes being lazy inspires you to find the quickest way to, to sort things out. Yeah. So. Well, we define life admin as the personal and household administrative tasks that make our lives work. So we're so keen to hear how life admin is handled in your household. Well, I had to remind you girls that it's called FADMIN in my <laughs> That's house. That's right. And there's two different versions of what the F stands for, but we call it family admin in our house. But I always call it the swear word admin because it tends to fall to me. And I, I think that I have always worn the admin organiser hat for my friends, for the workplaces I've been, for my family, all those type of things. So it's, it's been natural sort of thing. But life admin or fadmin, I think is very similar to business admin. You've got to have structures. You've got to have things being done regularly, consistently to move you forward to just the same as business goals, whether they be revenue goals or, you know, growth or scale. The same with life admin. You've got to keep doing those little things for your health to get better or for, you know, to send your kids to the school that you want to send them to or for the cat to get better because you keep forgetting to make the vet appointment that, you know, has been sitting there on your task list forever and a day sort of thing. So managing kids, you throw in kids, then you've got, I've got three kids. So that's three different schedules as well as my own, my work schedules, my personal schedules, my husband's work schedules, his personal schedules. So we, we operate, you know, a Google calendar. Everyone's got a Google calendar. Everyone's got an email. And I say, if it doesn't arrive into mum's diary, it doesn't exist. So you don't go to the party. You don't go. <laughs> you, should, you don't get to go to work that day. Like we just say, there's so many competing priorities. I I don't know whether it's the perfect way to, to run my life admin, but I run it the same that I run my business admin. I have structure to when certain things need to be done. I've got a responsibility as a junior netball coach. You know, I've got to put that time in the diary, and I've got to put the travel time to get there to make sure that I'm not booking a client appointment over the top of it and all those type of things. So having a real clear, probably the important thing is, is that we probably shirk away from life admin and business admin at sometimes we shirk away. So it's that consistency of always looking, always looking at your your calendar 
always looking at, dare I say it, you know, your budget, your cash flow forecast. So my cash flow forecast for the business is the same spreadsheet as it is for my family mm-hmm. as well. So I I have an eye, eye on the prize basically of when things are happening and need to happen and everything like that. So maybe it's just because I'm generically disposed to doing admin this way that I, that's the only way that I know how mm. to do it. It probably was not taught to me, which I think is probably a life skill that's mm. missed for yeah, people. It would be really good to um, – no one's born, I think, with admin skills. I mean, maybe I might had – I mean, I was born lazy. Um, and <laughs> Uh, but I've always been probably naturally a little bit of a leader, yeah. if that makes sense, you know, like um, <laughs> always a cheerleader and, you know, good team player and everything like that. So maybe that's where it came from. But certainly in my 20s, I probably wouldn't have known really how to do life admin well. So I don't think anyone can should beat themselves up about not having the skills to know, you know, no one knows how to yeah. do a job straight yeah. away. I do think some professions like lend itself to becoming better at things like you know life admin so I think you know accountants for example tend to be reasonably good I guess I'd be interested to know from the people that you work with are there some professionals that struggle the most or some professions that really I guess you know maybe their creative side makes it a bit harder for them to think in the systematic way that maybe admin demands of you. Yeah and they're probably the the perfect client that that comes to me do you know what I mean because they've been two to three years in business and they've they've realized okay I'm a creative I'm not an admin person I know what needs to be done I but I'm forever why don't I have money in the bank account because you haven't you know sent out your invoices those type of things aren't natural to people so I really try and help teach them basically okay let's have a look at you know like recording this podcast you would have had to have known that we do podcasts at a certain time of the week or month we're going to record them but there's all those steps behind it that you need to to do to organize the podcast so when are you going to do that so a lot of the time um, when those type of clients come to me they've never had a structure to what they do they're doing they've started a business because they love it and that you know we talk about creatives and everything like that they just need to be shown how to do it. I'm smiling now because as a creative person, I'm going to highly like disagree. With oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I, but obviously your experience in terms of your clients, are, that's the facts. But I didn't say it's facts. I, oh, in terms of you know, the kinds of clients you've had and what you've yeah. encountered and, the, <laughs> you know, they've been creative and they've been disorganised. Yeah. But definitely it's not where they're focused. I don't no, think it's no. a... I don't think it's disorganised. I think that creatives do have a special skill set that they actually have to allow more time to actually do creation than a number cruncher or someone else who's, you know, professional services and stuff like that. So you need to allow more time for creation than, the making. yeah, the making and the doing and all that type of stuff. So probably in your 38 hours, let's say, of a week or whatever you do, you probably have to allow more time than I would for creation, if that makes sense, as a creator. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Does that make gotcha. sense? That fits better with me. Thank you, That's Lee. okay. <laughs> so I cater to everyone. Everyone comes to me as a blank blank slate and it's my job to make sure that I've identified correctly 
what's holding you back, what your skills are, what your skills are, everything like that, and enabling you to move forward. Well, that's really interesting, sort of diagnosing where Mm. things are going wrong. So what do you, so what do you, what do you notice? You notice so, so people like creatives who need more time for making just, you know, they're just not dedicating enough time to it perhaps. What other things do you diagnose? Yeah, so it does come down to diary management a lot of the time that they haven't actually factored in that Tuesdays they want to go do yoga and that's not negotiable for their mental health and things like that. But then they have it, they then stop doing that mm-hmm. and then that's impacting on other sides of their lives and everything like that. Or their, you know, time away from their children, that's impacting on other things. So I hate being a diary Nazi, but we have to be a diary Nazi. We have to protect our energy and have boundaries. And, you know, like a lot of the time um, I find a lot of my clients have trouble saying no. And I probably was guilty of that for a long time. And that the more you say yes to stuff that doesn't light you on fire or it takes you away from what you want to do, the more you're living not your true life, if that makes sense. You're not you're not comfortable, you're waking up every day, you're having that sense of dread, a little bit of, you know, what am I doing? I'm on the hamster wheel, I'm doing all that type of stuff. So unpacking a lot of that and going, okay, what does your perfect week look like? What are you missing now that yeah. that's not in your diary that you're not committing to? You only yeah. want to work three days a week, okay? Is your income currently what you're producing in those amount? You've only got available 15 hours or 20 hours to do that a week. What do you have to do? Do you have to up your prices to be able to do three days a week? Do you have to? Someone I know recently started working with me. We worked out that her income was down because she didn't have any structure to how many appointments of certain types that could be booked in her diary. And let's say it was a $20 mm-hmm. appointment. She only had availability for, say, 10 appointments a week. She was getting filled up with $20 appointments rather than the $300 appointments mm. that she was saying no to mm. because everyone else had booked the $20 ones sort of thing. So putting in some of those structures and hand-holding them through the change because it is change to yeah. say, I'm not going to do this anymore, I'm not going to do that. And, you know, putting being the supporter and the champion of designing your work around how you want to work and how the life you want to live sort of thing. Yeah. I love that because it really honours why so many people go into business for themselves in the first place because they're looking to either have some flexibility or they really want to focus on something they're passionate about. And yet, as you said, boundaries become an issue. You can't say no. Working on the activities that actually aren't the things that light them up. Definitely. That's yeah. brilliantly helpful. So I think we've had some great insight about scheduling, which, you know, we talk about being as one of the most important pillars of anyone's life admin system. But I'd be keen to know what the other pain points are for small business owners when it comes to business admin. Yeah, again, too busy in the biz, yeah. doing all the things that that take them off looking at the admin of the biz, if that makes sense. Yeah. For listeners who aren't familiar with the idea of working in the business versus on the business, could you walk us through that? Yeah. So on the business is basically like thinking time or time taking out of your working week to look at, okay, have you done your invoices? What's coming up in the week? Is my marketing happening? Am I doing my socials? Have I scheduled the newsletter? All those things that will actually do those marketing of your business that you need to do to bring 
people into your business or to sell the product that you're lovely running your business for sort of thing. We can't run our business for payment of Maltesers and flowers as (laughs) one of my girlfriends sort of said, oh, but I love doing work for them. They pay me in Maltesers. I go, no, no, you need to pay a mortgage. But yeah, the business admin, it can be, it is draining. And sometimes people start businesses. And as I said, they don't have the skills or the not. I didn't have the skills that I have today from, you know, when I started the business, there was a huge learning curve, even though I had worked in places like accounting firms and banking and finance and real, you know, I sort of had an idea of how the professional services sort of worked. But I think Mm. people running businesses don't or underestimate how much is involved in business admin and that it's tough. It is can be tough. It can be draining. And unless you have some structures and carve away, we talked about scheduling, carve away a regular time, you mightn't be able to do it during the week, but you might have to do it Sunday afternoon. You might have to do it mm-hmm. Sunday night. I actually don't mind Sunday night to actually, it prepares me for the week ahead. I, I know mm-hmm. that I can wake up Monday mm-hmm. morning and have an idea of what my what week's going to look like. That sort of gives me comfort. And that Sunday nightly, is that, are you looking at just the business side of things or are you also looking at the life admin, like what's happening for the family during the week? Life admin is very ad hoc at the moment because, how do I say this really nicely? He's not here. My husband's not here. He'll never listen to this podcast. <laughs> he opts... <laughs> He opts in and opts out of how much life admin he wants to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, right, okay, I'm going to look after the, I'm going to make sure that da, 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 and I, I go through the list and no, nah, it hasn't been done. So I have my, I have a go I use Google. I don't know if, mm-hmm. if everyone's sort of afraid, but I love the functions of task list on the side. You have your emails coming in, your task list, lease tasks all the stuff that needs to be done. Talking about life admin, the best, so I've been married 20 years. Mm. During that time, he has opted in and opted out of when he actually, no, no, I know you're busy. I'll look after this. And Mm -hmm. then you know naturally it's kind of be circling back to you. Uh, (laughs) And now that we've been married for 20 years, he understands that. I go, is that really going to happen? Is that really so? So we, this is. Uh, I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure every household in Australia is having those conversations. Yeah, I think we uh, opposites attract. So my strengths are in managing the admin and everything like that. The best thing that I heard as far as life admin and a business owner is, and I learned this through a business coaching program that I did last year, was you will always naturally have to do something life admin in your day. It's just a female thing. Whether you're looking after kids or you're a carer for a parent, you'll always have to do something. Their perfect diary was literally put in half an hour, repeats every day, and it just said, she called it stuff. She said stuff because we can actually get pulled off doing our work knowing that I've got to ring the doctor. Mm. And if I don't ring the doctor, you know, the tonsillitis is going to set in and all that type of stuff. But knowing that, okay, I can do that at 11 o'clock every day is my stuff. And I can jump on, make that appointment, mm. check my personal emails, see what's come in. And then it's done rather than, you know, when you start something during the day and then you get distracted and I've got to do this, I've got to do that sort of thing. That's a brilliant idea, I think, as far as life admin 
you've got to do a little bit every day. And that's the same with business. You know, it can look really overwhelming and over, over, you know, encompassing. And that creates anxiety, Yeah, I think, for a lot of us that I've got all this stuff to do. I've still got to go to work. I've got to do this and I've got to do that. But I was at eating the frog, eating, doing one, one task a day will actually chip away at everything. There's two points there that I think are worth drawing out and that's sort of, you know, you've had explicit conversations with your husband around life admin and come to an acceptance about the strengths yes. and weaknesses of both of you and, you know, it sounds like while you can recognise that the load is, is you're carrying a lot of that load, there's an understanding between the two of you and so that's sort of removing some of the friction that we hear from listeners about how these things go down because so much is unsaid or there's so much expectation that's not really worked out. Oh, yeah, it's said. Yeah. It's said. <laughs> the first thing. And the second thing was around yeah, scheduling and just Dinah and I talk about... It's so um, romantic, isn't having, it? <laughs> having like an hour of power a week or having these little 10-minute time killer activities where you know if you, if you can approach it by thinking, all right, if I have some white space in my day, I know what I'm yeah. doing. Or just blocking out that time because you know inevitably there will be things on that to-do list. And so I've been together with my husband 20 years. In January this year was the first time we took ourselves, so my children are 18, 16 and 14, we took ourselves away to a cafe. We had to move, we went to two cafes because we could only be there for two hours or something (laughs) like that. I can't think what the restrictions were then. But we basically, we basically sat down and had a D and M about what do you want to do when you retire? Where do you think that we're going to live? Well, lucky we still saw each other in the picture, but (laughs) but it was it was quite frightening to step into that to go. Well, this is really awkward, and Mm. I I just thought if I didn't do it now, so I'm forty, turning forty nine. We needed to know what our plans Mm. were. I, and I just yeah. done through this business coaching program, um, really wrote down what does Lee in five years' time, what's she doing? What does the business look like? What does the yeah. thing? And we decided to translate that into what does our life look like? Are we living here in Geelong? Uh, where, the, you know, yeah. like do we keep this house? Do we move down to which we want to move back down to Torquay mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I yeah, I, I like because I'm heading towards, you know, the end, on my final runway, I sort of say that of work. So my job of in this business is to build to build it to get me off the tools, if that makes sense, but, you know, to yeah. head into retirement comfortable. And, like, I, I know that I need to be near the ocean. I know that I need mm-hmm. to be able to glimpse a piece of sea every day, whether I can drive there and, that's a goal that we both need to have, if that makes sense, in as far as life yeah. admin. And I'm thinking this sort of aligns, you know, if you think about small businesses and people have a vision for that business and they might have like a one-year or a three-year or a five-year plan and then you talked about working on the business and thinking about the yeah. admin and how the marketing's yeah. performing versus in the business. And there's a sort of this personal life equivalent to that. Where you're yeah, thinking correct, about, you know, on your life. What do, how do we want to be living? And then the on the business, you know, the on the business side of that is, well, mm. how how is our how do our weeks flow? How is time allotted? Mm. And and where do we need to pay more attention and get more organised? Versus yeah. just being, yeah. you know, in the day, in the household, and all of the 
the tasks and the stuff that's going on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, like, and I think my husband and I identified we still saw ourselves as the the parents of young children. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, whereas yeah. my daughter's going to first year university this year, but a lot of our decision making, I think, was blocked with we're back at one income where, you know, I'm doing part-time work that's not very stable, all that type of stuff that was happening when, you know, and we had breaks around having kids and doing all that type of stuff. So I think we're still back in that mindset, whereas we really needed to talk talk forward to ourselves and go, is that is that true in what we're saying that we can't do this? Or is it just that we still identify with Lee and Jason 15 years ago? rather than now sort of thing. So it's an ever-evolving, I think, relationship life admin. Life yeah. ad- admin will, will change with whatever stages you are in your life, I think, and, yeah, you know, what's what you discuss and what you do. It's like my father passed away earlier this year. He was six hours away from me. I now have his ashes. We recently had Father's Day and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I think I need to... Um, put a memorial somewhere, you know, close to me so I can visit him. But then the lady was asking me, did I want to consider a family plot? Like, and I'm like, I, I, that's just another life admin. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's another- it is. End of life admin. It's another whole episode, Lee. So. And like, I'd like to Jason, but I want to be cremated and you want to be buried. I don't like the idea of someone more, like, so that's, an, that's on the life admin <laughs> discussions for the next it is it is we have found that some people you know they kind of look around and they realize oh I'm still operating my life admin as if I was a single child-free adult and here I am with two teenagers in a family and it's not working and it's you know we need to update in terms of the ages and the stages and the complexity to your point yeah and teaching and teaching the teenagers that they have to be responsible for the impacts you know mum and dad can't drop everything just because sally's got a pool party you can go to sally's pool party but please book it in so that you know dad and i know who who can do it who can all that type of stuff so my daughter sometimes helps me with admin and i can see that they've picked up on some of it sort of thing and i'm thinking oh well Maybe I have imparted some of my knowledge to them, you know, like that if it's not in the diary, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't exist, you know, <laughs> like here's your email addresses, email them, ask them, you know, like one of my daughters is wanting a hair appointment now that it's opening up here in regional Victoria. I'm like, mm. will you contact them? We've got to enable our kids as much as we can, I think, and support them through because they're not going to mm. learn these skills. Well, depends. They might have a really good teacher who teaches them time management skills and, you know, like planning out their diary and stuff like that. But, you know, that's another whole whole ball game yeah. is helping kids through studying. Yeah, it's something Dana and I have, have talked about because we're quite passionate about equipping kids with these life admin skills, like time management, productivity is one thing. But, yep. you know, if a kid's moving out of home to go to uni when they're 18, how do they know how to compare electricity providers, pick a plan? Yeah. Or how do they yeah. know what to do with their super and what kinds of insurances they need? Yeah. Like this, we would like to yeah. to educate through school. There's like needs to be another thing after school, I reckon, a year of like, mm. you know, not going into the army, yeah. but going into life skills, <laughs> the school university. Of life. Yeah. yeah, the school of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This how to how manage a household. Yeah, yep. here's your budget. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. Thing. and they have a test feed family, yourself and clothe yourself to look and... after or something like that yeah <laughs> and just understanding that there's sort of day-to-day life admin that just keeps your household ticking over and then there's all the life admin triggered by life events like you were saying with your father passing away you know i'm sure leading up you know the care of, of him Oh, depending how how it happened, but you know that end yeah. of life planning, or even organising funerals and cremation, yeah. and there's so much life admin yeah. wrapped up in that life event. It did impact on business, you know. Like I just mm. had to have time to be human, and unfortunately, um, some clients that wasn't quick enough yeah. for them. So you know, like then, then we talk about letting things go to allow the right people into your space and energy and all that type of stuff. So people are caring for elderly parents and, you know, trying to do everything as well as, you know, their own family, their growing family and stuff like that. So there's a lot that falls on, I'm going to say women, it falls on women. Like let's just say like a lot that falls on our shoulders, (laughs) the load. The load. So I think that's a good segue into thinking about outsourcing and I guess, you know, when people come to you, they're outsourcing part of what often they were already doing themselves. So be really interested to know, and we have done a whole episode on outsourcing, so episode 22, listeners, if you want to go back and listen to that. But why do you think people struggle to outsource? Sometimes the first discovery call I have with people, people feel shame. People feel that they should be equipped to be able to handle things. And unless they know or they've had a good role model or someone has helped them, they feel the small business owners sometimes feel that they should, you know, oh, this is silly, I should be able to handle this. We're not all built the same. We, we all have different skills and strengths and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that that holds people back. People sometimes are too scared to let people into their business. They might feel threatened, but a lot of it does come from, you know, feeling inadequate that they don't, they can't solve this problem themselves or they can't find the solution. Being an online business manager or an OBM, sometimes my relationship with clients is just once a week Mm -hmm. going through what's happening in the business. What stopped you? What problem have you got? And here's the solution. I go away and implement it. And we talk about it next week. How did that feel? How are you feeling now? So I, I try and cover the whole gambit of, yes, the business, but how are you actually yes. feeling? Especially in today's climate, it is slowly impacting on people. People are feeling anxiety probably for the first time. And I'll put my hand up and just say last year was the first time that I'd ever thought, Lee, you can't control a global pandemic. <laughs> you can no- normally organise your way out of things, but I have not got the answers for that and that was quite unsettling to me. I feel better now. I felt better once I got my first vaccination. Like I felt it dry, you know, go down. I'm feeling even better now that, you know, four, I'll have four people in the family vaccinated sort of thing. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I don't judge or anything like that. But... Yeah, it is a lot of, or they don't understand what outsourcing can actually bring to them. They're thinking that I'm not going to pay X amount of dollars because I'm not going to get that Mm -hmm. back maybe. But are you going to actually get a relationship back with your family? Are you actually going to get a relationship back from your husband? Are you, you know, like, are you going to sleep better at night? Is your health going to be better? There's other things to look at rather than just the cost of dollar value outcome. good point is that it isn't just the the dollar cost is it it's the opportunity cost 
of what else we could be doing. Definitely. You don't get time back. You don't get time back when your kids are young. I created this job, probably this business, out of a health reason that was probably accelerated because I chose work probably over health. So I'm a big believer of is it serving you? Is it getting you to where you want? Oh, yeah, your business is really accessible. Look at you. You're you're anxious, you're you're not sleeping, you're not so how can we how can we mm. fix that? This is how we fix this sort of thing. So looking at all the outcomes that um, outsourcing anything, you will receive results. You will something will come back to you, even if it is just time, time to have a break, time to have lunch because someone else is doing that thing that I work through to do. So what factors do people need to consider when they're deciding to outsource? They need to be ready, do a little bit of preparation as far as, right, okay, Do I always say do a bit of a task audit. That mm-hmm. is basically, I would just say, write down on a piece of paper everything you do in a day. Have a think about how am I feeling when I'm doing it? Am I like gritting my teeth and going, oh, my God, I've got to do this now? Every time you do that, that's probably a little bit of a star, like mm, maybe maybe I could outsource that. <laughs> Working out exactly if there is any time wastage, because there might be stuff that you're doing that you go, "Mm, I could actually just do that all at once rather than five times during a day. It could be I'll only look at my emails between a certain time because then that that will allow me to focus on other things. When we talk about preparing to work with an outsource resource, that's it's not necessarily a BA, it could be with a graphic designer, it could be with a podcast editor or, or anything like that. Mm. What your process is, how you do it and how you want it to be done. What are the timings? How often do you think you need it done? A good OBM and a VA, we basically come in and design the work with you, if that makes sense. So we work out, you know, you want something done on a Monday, Wednesday and a Friday. You want these tasks achieved and everything like that. So probably just making sure that you have a little bit of a job description for each task that you want done. If you know that it's on a computer, make sure you take opportunities of things like Loom video recording that actually records. You can actually talk through how you actually do something and save that. And you might be doing that for one outsource resource, but that then saves as part of your business, becomes part of your processes and your systems, how you do stuff. Be aware that the person you're outsourcing may not know everything about your business in the first hour of working with them. It's going to take a while. It, it should should be by about week two or week three. They should know enough about your business, have investigated what's happening, should be asking questions of, Mia, this is not working. What are you actually doing here? I think you're missing a step, all those type of things. But you still should you should start seeing some outcomes from your outsourcing by about then, but just allowing time. This is all good stuff to keep in mind if you're going to outsource your life admin as well in terms of having that preparation and that patience, and, you know, outsourcing to a professional, even outsourcing mm. to someone else in your family. Like if you used to mm. do it and you're delegating it to someone else, having that same preparation and approach Instead of expecting them to instantly get it and do it to yes. your standards, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I'm a very big believer of. I know they're not going to do it to my standard. You know, we talk mm. about life admin, or you know, like looking after the kids, or you know, I would never send instructions of needs to be unless it was a health yeah. issue. But do you know what I mean? Like, yes, they're probably going to eat the wrong thing, and they go, you know. But that allows me to actually, you know, especially people looking after my kids by 
I had to earn an income or, you know, so I can actually have a night out with my husband for the first time in a year or something like that. Like, feed him whatever you want. Like, <laughs> we'll come back and deal with it, you know, like it's all okay. But, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, just focus on the most important, you know, the standards that are sort of the minimum acceptable, we like yeah. to call them. What's the yeah. minimum acceptable standard so that, yeah. you know, you can sort of yeah. let it go? Yeah, I just want to hear if there's blood or if you're, you're <laughs> hospital. Like that's, yeah. So, Lee, is it possible to outsource all of your business admin? Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people really go, I'm just worth, you know, my, my dollar value is worth doing all my consulting. People can build whole teams in remote out teams now and that's what COVID has done too. Um, mm. Unfortunately, offices have closed, leases have been let go of, of offices, so businesses have had to work out how I'm actually going to run a remote team. Their incomes might have halved too, so there's a lot of rebuilding happening in businesses mm. across Australia and uh, a lot of people are realising maybe I'll just start taking little steps and just work with an outsourced team if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. you only have to look at a lot of business coaches. They build in, you know, as needed and as required type requirements. They might have an OBM who's managing the resources. So rather than the business coach managing, it's the OBM that actually man- manages the team. They might be looking after a social media VA. They might be looking after a podcast VA. They might be looking after, you know, um, Kajabi, the people that upload the onto the course platform. Ooh, what's that? Kajabi is like a – It's a website. People deliver their courses on it. It's a bit of a CRM. It's an all, all singing, all dancing type thing. Right. They outsource mm-hmm. their – bookkeeping they outsource their you know accounting everything you know there's people that they might even have a chief financial officer who is outsourced their legal team might be a online you know someone running a legal profession um online and remotely type thing so definitely can be done and the same with life admin I'm ready to outsource I'm trying to outsource the washing folding yeah well they're actually there are services now, interestingly, <laughs> uh, where you can have your laundry taken away and delivered, folded yeah, up. So correct. There's actually three teenage girls that yeah, I'm that's oh, insourcing that's to family members also. Yeah, someone's trying to negotiate out of doing the dishes. Could I not mm-hmm. do the dishes anymore? Can I swap to washing? I said, yeah, but it's not just putting it in the washing machine. It's the out it's the hanging and the folding she's still not 100% sure whether she can commit to the whole lot but yeah that would be my dream would be the washing fairy nice one I think that's yeah the idea of outsourcing housework I mean childcare often outsourced already housework yes laundry meal prep cleaning life admin definitely it all falls in that domestic labor <laughs> bucket and can get other people not the parenting part of looking after kids there are personal assistant vas that are out there that if mm-hmm. anyone's having trouble with life admin that will actually yeah. jump in pay your bills you know do those phone calls and stuff like that if that's you know not in your wheelhouse and you know you're 
your hour that you would allocate to that is served better, do it. And then it's done and it's consistent and you'll get regular results. So, Lee, when you're working with entrepreneurs or freelancers or business owners and their life admin is out of control, where do you suggest is a practical place to start? First of all, I'd see if if their business admin is out of control as well too because then that will actually tell a story is, you know, is is it time or is it, the skills or there's no structure to both of them, if that would say. But if their life had been out of control, as I would ask them, are you carving out time in your day? When do you actually, how often do you regularly check or do the tasks? Are you actually ever focusing on them regularly? You know, all that type of stuff. So we try and convince them to carve out some time in their their day or their diary or regular time a week, set up some of those, right, what's the most important thing? Your power is going to be cut off. (laughs) <laughs> if you do, if you do not, I'm a very big believer of, you know, look at your 12 months, how much you actually spent, let's divide it by 12 and set up an auto payment. Like very rarely do I ever go and have to pay a bill because I have normally done the analysis at some stage, you know, normally once a year, gone up like you would do in your business, do an analysis of the cost, divide it by 12 and try and put away regular amounts, fee pay, so that I can afford it basically. Um, you still need to look at it. So, yeah, it, people sometimes don't apply that business mindset to their life. I can't see any difference, but that's yep. me personally. Uh, I can't see any difference. Well, I think that's, you know, it's from an admin professional. You need to have a professional approach to your life admin. So I think that's an awesome place yeah. for us to finish yeah. up today, Lee. So thanks so much for sharing your experience and ideas with us. It's been such a pleasure having the conversation. No worries. Thanks for having me. And I do want you girls to please, please use Badmin. Please take that word and run with it. <laughs> I want to hear it on some podcasts. <laughs> well, definitely call it the uh, the episode title. So this will be the Fadmin uh, episode. The Fadmin. But um, yeah, where could our listeners find you if they want to hear more about you or if they're looking for an online business manager or virtual assistant? There's my website. So it's adminandco.com.au. So it's A-D-M-I-N-A-N-D-co.com.au. My Insta handle is the same and my Facebook is the same as well. So would welcome anyone to make contact with me. I'd love to help anyone who even just wants to have a, a quick chat. I can normally sort of assess where you're at quickly and give you some quick solutions. Thanks for listening. Show notes for this episode are available at lifeadminlifehacks.com. And if you're a fan, please subscribe and share the love and tell a friend or review us in your podcasting app. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.